Hi, everyone. It's Pleasance. It is May already. Here we are landing in luscious, beautiful, expansive May. Yesterday, I spent most of the day um, or part of the day just rearranging and recreating um, a few of the different sacred little spaces and altars in my home, really refreshing them based on where I am right now in our home, in our quarantine, and just what um, symbols and words and practices and pictures and candles and things that I want to keep near me. So creating your own altar space and refreshing it is a really beautiful um, idea for right now if you're home and listening to this and thinking, I'm getting so bored, what should I do? Um, It's a really wonderful opportunity uh, to cleanse and clear your spaces. So just updating, you know, if you've got old candles or old um, pictures on your altar or you don't have anything and you want to create something. Yesterday was really delicious. It rained a lot here, but I was able to go out for a few minutes and just cut a few um, of these beautiful branches from a house that is empty and had this huge bush plant. I don't know what it is, but the leaves are so beautiful. And there was some falling into the driveway. So I went over with scissors and just cut some and put them on my altar. And I'm telling you guys, they're so beautiful. I went for a little walk this morning and saw some more wildflowers on the outside of my yard and just picking some of them, cutting some of them and placing them on my altars has been um, really meaningful these past full few days. Um, we're in a full moon cycle right now and I'm expanding, feeling changes and shifts in my own life and then in all of our lives, uh, collectively. And that's really what I wanted to talk about today was just come on and give this short teaching around I equals illness and we equals wellness. So just let that sink in for a minute. The I equals illness and the we equals wellness. And I think it's hard for us to truly understand and resonate with that as so many people are dying um, and sick. And that's part of our cycle of life and death. And there's... um, racial injustice in the world right now as there has always been and now we are seeing it with cameras and videos and we have the power of the we to share our voices to share our concerns using social media using email and using the power of the collective. And that is, again, at the micro level. So let me back up a little bit in terms of our own evolution here and some of the changes that we're making and have been making, but also why. It's like, you know, when I was at the Ayurveda conference last year and I saw this, the slide that said I equals illness and we equals wellness, it just really hit me that 
so much of the teachings and the work that I had been doing was really focused on the eye, um, private coaching sessions, um, really working with individuals. Um, and the thing is, is that I kept seeing repeated habits and patterns and illness of the mind and the body, which is one of the reasons why I love Ayurveda so much is because it it looks at the rhythms and the patterns and the habits of groups of people and, and things in which they are the same or similar so that we don't have that I isolation. It's just me. I'm the only one. The deep teachings of Ayurvedic minds, body, and soul uh, practices are all about the collective. I mean, they truly are. It's like they're individual, meaning the remedy for you right now, but it's also the remedy for other people feeling the same kafic, vatic, you know, these imbalances. And so that was kind of the first puzzle piece. Oh man, I have just personally not been not been seeing it through this lens of the pattern and habit. Um, and it had been a slow, a slow process for sure. But then when I saw it in writing, I realized, oh, that's it, is that I know the power of the collective, the community, the community circles that we were creating at the Center for Mind-Body Medicine. When I did that training last year, I felt so different because there's this idea of a circle a shared circle of witnessing and listening that is very different than the coaching model that I was in years before, which had been more, you know, someone has something that's wrong or they have a goal they want. And as their coach, I'm going to tell them what to do. And if they do it, then they're going to hit that goal. Um, very isolated, very linear, very, I know, and you don't. And there, there was always something that didn't sit right with me because I do trust my own inner voice and inner guidance. I'll do a session on that. I'll do a podcast on that soon because um, it's really a big part of the work we're doing now. But um, the inner voice and the inner guidance and the intuition that I have always used to run my business and my life, it was great when I would hire coaches um, and they would ask me to tap into that rather than them saying, here's the way. And I had a lot of coaches and support people who would say, this is the way you do it if you want this. And I'm not saying that can or can't happen, but there, what I'm saying is there was always something that was a little bit out of alignment in that model of one-on-one, -on -one, I know, and you don't, or I'm going to tell you, and if you just replicate it this way or do exactly what I do, that never sat well with me. And part of it is because there wasn't this space for my own knowing at a deep level. And there's, I have such a sharp mind and I love studying and I love reading and I love words. And so the mind is very well trained. Um, but there was this other energy and this other force of true, like, knowing at a deep level that I couldn't ever really put into words. I just knew. I'm sure you guys have had this experience, right? When you just know with your whole being and sometimes you listen to it and sometimes you don't. But this journey for me of like yoga to coaching, um, writing and integrating mind-body practices with nutrition and Ayurveda, 
just began to kind of pulsate, like vibe open, expand and contract and expand and contract, where there's this like collective consciousness, this collective community, collective energy that's so potent when I would lean into it and be fully present in circles with my own experience, the individual experience, but in honor of the collective we, right? So in those circles, on tons of these retreats, I would lead and lead and love to lead and I'm missing so much. Showing up in the circle as a human rather than a coach or a a teacher in terms of like, I know and you don't, but really just being fully present activated something at the deepest levels in others. So there was this collective, we, um, we're gathering, we're together, and I'm a part of that. I'm not separate than. So I just see this visual so much as there, even, even how teachers sit, are they elevated and above everybody else or are they or at the same level? Energetically, it really makes a difference. And I think that I've been part of so many systems. I mean, I'm a classroom teacher. <laughs> That's my training, right? So like there are so many systems where we're taught that someone else knows and I don't. And what I'm pushing on and exploring and just repeating in my own life is we equals wellness. We are connected. The the occurrences that are happening in the world with COVID, with quarantine, with inequity and equality, it's it's we. And I've known this, I felt it, I've studied it, but now it's like vibrating through my body. And you know, it's funny when when someone calls for a session or a client is suffering. A lot of what you'll hear is, I feel this, I'm alone, I, 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 and you can kind of um, open up to hear people who are, I just, you know, maybe accepting the truth of where we are and or working with it in a really gentle way um, will have a sense of, you know, I might be hurting today but there is a more collective we at play here, or there's kind of a sense of like, I know I'm not alone here, even though this is hard. And so I think the I equals illness and the we equals wellness, it expands and contracts. It, it's, it's along the spectrum. It's like the, these paradoxes we talk about in spirituality all the time, and we just talk about in terms of um, polarities you know, the I informs the we, if you would let it, you know, and the we informs the I. And I love the dance that they can do together, especially if the I is causing illness or the I is causing isolation or we're not seeing how connected we are to nature. I mean, it may not even be other people. You know, I have talked a lot about the fact that my we equals wellness, the we is nature, mother nature, earth, the seasons, the cycles, uh, plants. My we is not necessarily right now, you know, tons of friends and family. Um, I'm noticing the we is this collective we. So 
I'm really curious as to what you guys think about this, where you've seen your own relationship with I and we, and when you felt totally alive and vibrating with the universe, the tingles um, of the connection that you might feel in your own life, even when times are hard. You know, I remember this so well. Um, when my grandma was sick with cancer a few years ago, I was sitting at her rehab home next door for like a whole day doing nothing. You know, it was so quote unquote boring, but there was this aliveness in my body, this presence of just sitting with her and just breathing with her and looking at her and out the window and, you know, attuning to just getting the basics. Let's get some water. Let's take a walk down the hall and this slowing down, I felt so alive. And I remember flying home either that night or the next morning. And my mind was just, I was just really blown away by how present I felt with her, um, even though it was so quote unquote boring. <laughs> so I remember journaling about that, you know, the pace of my life up to then. And when I was a teacher and when I owned the yoga studio was so much, I just had the capacity to handle so much, the pace and the people. I don't really know how much I was handling it given the autoimmune issues I had <laughs> at the end of those, um, those chapters of my life. But I, the amount that I was putting into each day and so, you know, just that presence of the we, um, what does that feel like in your life? When have you ever felt it? And I just invite you to journal about it, to, of course, reach out to me about it. And I hope that this um, little chat, uh, little teaching, and it's not a teaching, it's just an exploration, really, um, is helpful. So to close, I'll just end with this blessing. May we be open. May we feel and be connected. May we be curious. May our light radiate into the world.